This summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds looking fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear leaves and debris with the 40-volt leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at the Home Depot and on homedepot.com. How doers get more done. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Welcome to Good Calls with Dean Blandino, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, what's up? Welcome to Good Calls. I'm Dean Blandino. Another great show. As always, get ready to cringe. My man, Travis Hansen. What's up, Travis? Hello, Dean. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And on audio, Joe Madrid. Joe, what's up? What's up, everyone? How are y'all? Y'all. Hey, y'all. That's weird. All right. A lot to get to. Let's go. Let's, Let's start with NFL and something that we haven't had in a little while, but it's it's nice to, to always have a little coin toss controversy, right? Let's why why wait till the till the game actually starts and we're playing football? Let's get a little coin toss. And it was our biggest game, right? Yep. Fox's biggest game this 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 Sunday or this past Sunday with Dallas and the Rams ended up being kind of a a, a clunker of a game with Dallas just one sided affair. Blowing out the Rams. You are so... What's happening on, on the SWG podcast, Travis? How's that working We're going to talk about Tevas this week. Yeah, I was saying, how often... <laughs> next on next episode, how often you should you should buy a new pair of Tevas? You should never get a new pair until one of the straps have you, breaks. Yeah, have you ever... Or you wear through any toes. Have you ever around. played, like, pick up basketball on Tevas? Yeah, I've right. never owned yes, a pair, you, actually. you have. You totally have. <laughs> Let's um, move on. Let's go. So, yeah, Dallas Rams coin toss. And so what happened... And this it's interesting because once this happened, it literally I was trying to explain the coin toss rules to Joe, Travis, everybody else in the studio. And and never people didn't realize until there's an issue how it's not really complicated, but it felt complicated trying to explain it to you guys. So here's what happened. Cowboys win the toss. Dak is the captain. The referee goes to Dak. Dak says, Okay, we want to kick. And the referee asks him, Walt Anderson, you want to kick? And he says, yeah, we want to kick. And then at some point he says, yeah, we're going to defer to the second half. We want to kick. And and Walt went with Dak's choice is, is we're going to kick. And so what happened is, okay, Dallas has chosen to kick, went to the Rams. The Rams are going to get the football. The Rams actually then get to, to decide which goal they want to defend because they haven't chosen the football. It's been chosen for them. 
And the Rams are going to get the choice to start the second half. So there was a lot of confusion. Obviously, Dak was confused. Miscommunication. The bottom line is the Cowboys were trying to defer. And as a referee, you 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 really shouldn't let a player make a mistake like that. Whether you think it's miscommunication, whether you think you always are going to ask, because 99.9% of the time, the team is that wins the toss is either going to defer or take the ball. Right. That and that's that's most of the time. So if he says we're going to kick as a referee, you ask, do you want to defer or do you want the ball? Right. And then he says, OK, we're going to defer. And then you go to the Rams. The Rams. It's now your choice. You want the ball. Yes. You go back to the Cowboys. What goal do you want to defend? That's how it works. Nine out of ninety nine of a hundred times. So we started talking through it and. Just want to explain the coin toss options because Joe, I thought you you said something that was really interesting. What did you think the rule was on a coin toss? Because I don't think you're alone. I thought that whatever you pick, the opposite is for the, the second half. So which is kind of like what we played in the schoolyard and and when we played football in the street or whatever it was. So Joe, and I think a lot of people agree or or have thought that that if Dallas wins the toss and they want the ball in the first half then the Rams are automatically getting the ball in the second half. Well it it doesn't work like that. There are options. You win the coin toss and your options are you can elect to either kick or receive. Okay? And then your other option is you can elect a goal to defend. So the direction. Right, those are your options on a coin toss. Unless if you win and you defer to the second half. So if you defer to the second half, then it's like the team that actually lost the coin toss, they now get the choice for the first half and they can choose whatever they want. And the team that defers is deferring their choice to the second half. So what again, what happens is I defer, Joe takes the ball, I then get to defend a goal, and in the second half, since I deferred, I get the first choice of those same options. Okay, so that's how it works. And it When was, did the defer come into play? Because I feel like I remember that in high school football. Like, we could yeah. do defer then, but NFL so hasn't defer, always had it. Yeah, college, college had defer, high school had defer long before the NFL. The NFL only added the defer option in 2008. And it was really just, it was to add a, another element another layer of strategy right because you do get you know there could be weather there could be you know you like you know teams there are teams that really like that option of going in at the end of the half with the football score we know we're going to get it to start the second half so see so, a lot with windy cities yeah. and stuff you pick a goal to defend exactly you know, i used to love that back when i used to play madden I used to love to score and then I'm getting the ball, getting right the back. ball right. But back. you didn't know the defer rule. That that was the big that that's a big thing. But in 2008, the defer went in. Um, it was obviously there prior to in college. But so what ends up happening is and there was a lot. I mean. We we must have touched on it and showed the coin. I've never seen a pregame coin toss shown more. In yeah, the it was first like seven times in the first half. And Pereira went on and we we're explaining it. And they found they found the audio, and it was it. And Dak did say he did in that sequence. He did use the word defer. And as the referee again, and look, it's it's easy to 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 kind of be the armchair quarterback after the fact, but you don't ever want to let that player make the mistake. In an indoor stadium, there's no reason for a team to elect to kick. I mean, right. and then I would say in in. When the last time a team decided to kick, because even if you're concerned about direction, then you elect the goal. 
That's your choice. You say, we want to defend this goal, and then they're going to take the football. But So, what so how did it get resolved? So then? it got resolved at halftime by the league office stepping in and correcting it, which is kind of, eh, it's a little, by rule, not so sure. They, they used... They used a, a section of the rule book in Rule 15, um, Section 3, Article 9, I believe, where you can get involved in administration of the game from a replay perspective, and they did it at halftime. Um, look, the right thing ultimately happened. The Cowboys got the ball to start the second half because they were supposed to get the choice. But I think it's it's a little bit, you know, can you really do that at halftime? I think you'd like to do that when it happens. You'd like to to correct it when it happens. And you'd certainly like the referee um, to be aware of that. And certainly if New York then is aware of what happened, then correct it, you know, before the game starts. But the coin toss, there's not a lot of time between the coin toss and the kickoff. So what by rule, I'm going to ask you guys, you guys are going to get a little rules quiz since we're talking about coin tosses. Um, what is the maximum amount of time that the coin toss can take place prior to kickoff? The kickoff, the coin toss can take place no more than how many minutes prior to kickoff? 12 minutes. 12 minutes. Joe? Eight. Eight minutes. Okay, so Joe is closer. All right. But if I were, if I were, if this were the price is right. And it, and I were on the show. You go one dollar. I would have went one. I would have went one minute <laughs> because I think you're both over. Okay, I think you're over. Which, by the way, prices. That's fine. If you're on the prices right and you do that, that's fine. If you're on the prices right and somebody bids five hundred and you bid five hundred one, you you that no no. You should fight that. guy. I would fight that guy. If I'm right on, there, prices right, on prices right, on prices right, we should prices all go get right. on prices right. Yeah. A hundred percent. If if I bid four seventy five and you bid four seventy six, oh. <laughs> illegal. Nice use of the I would just, yeah, I would whistle. just look right at you and go illegal. I mean, I'd really? look directly in your eyes. Four seventy six. Really? Let's go get on the yeah. show. Really? Yeah. Four seventy six. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. You're done. Let's go line up and okay. get on the show. You and great. I would do it every round. <laughs> oh my god! Just to oh, I would be so annoyed. Three minutes. Three minutes is the kick. Is the coin toss? Three minutes <laughs> used to be thirty minutes. Wow. But again. Those options, so you want to be as close to kickoff as possible, especially in an outdoor stadium, because weather, all of those things are a factor. Um, so we've <laughs> talked about the kickoff longer than it would take to actually kick the ball off. 100%. This, this is really yeah. is the state of where the NFL officiating. We're talking about sorry, it's a fifty. It's a real. It's a coin toss. It's, a it's coin about toss. as simple it's as a fifty-fifty proposition, but it, it's more complicated. Thanks than a lot, that. Dak. We, we we have had <laughs> we have had other controversies. With coin tosses, right? Going back, 1998 Steelers-Lions overtime. Phil Luckett, Jerome Bettis. Jerome Bettis said he called tails. It was a heads, and, and the Lions won the toss, kicked the field goal to win the game. Jerome Bettis said that he called tails. Phil Luckett said he called heads, and the audio was enhanced. And I think the ultimate finding was that Jerome Bettis tried to change his his decision mid toss right and it was head tails again yeah that's Illegal. another one change they changed the procedure after that cuz you used to call it in the air right then it, it was you had to look the guy in the face and go what's your what's your choice you know what's your heads or tails before you actually flipped it because My it was God. too much to do the flip yeah. and do it in air so that was 1990 third graders do this completely fine in 
in in in 2015, it was a Packers Cardinals playoff game going to overtime. Cleet Blakeman tosses the coin and it doesn't oh, turn over. Yep. It doesn't turn over and it hits the ground. Rogers, Green Bay's the visiting team. They think they win the toss and Cleet says, no, it didn't flip. Now, there was no rule to back him up, but he used good common sense. And he said, we're going to do it over. And he didn't let Rodgers change his original choice. And they ended up losing the toss. And uh, and they think that, yeah, they end up losing the game. But so we put in a rule after that to say the coin must actually flip. And if the coin doesn't flip or or the toss is compromised in any way, then it's a do-over and the captain cannot change his original toss. If it only you flips know one time, is that okay? One time. One time. And you know what happened? You know what Cleet did in that? So the coin, it was a playoff game and it was a commemorative coin. Normally regular season, they all have, referees all have a coin that they use. Some A lot of them like to use a silver dollar, whatever, because it's got a little more weight and a little more heft to it, you know, than a quarter. I mean, anybody, like any any referee that uses like a penny or a dime, <laughs> like I would, I would want to be that guy. The, the dime, here you go. If this is heads, this is tails. But so he didn't take the coin out of the casing, the plastic casing. Ah. Uh-huh. And so when he, he didn't get the right aerodynamics and when he threw it up in the air, it didn't turn over. So that's mess questionable lesson, technique. Lesson to all you aspiring referees. Take the coin out of the plastic case. Yes. Super Bowl forty eight, Joe Namath, referee Terry McCauley. Gave the coin to Joe Namath. He was going to toss the coin, but he didn't ask. McCauley didn't ask Seattle, the visiting team, what they wanted to choose before he gave the, the coin to Joe. <laughs> so Broadway Joe's wearing a a fur coat, look like a mink coat. He flips it. McCauley catches it, <laughs> realizes that they didn't ask Seattle what they wanted. And and obviously Seattle, uh, Seattle I believe, lost that to that toss. The Broncos got the ball, and if you remember that game, that first drive, it was like the second play did not go very well for for Denver. Snap over Peyton's head into the end zone oh, yeah. for yeah, safety, that. and the route was on. So that was in your city. I was in New York. So, it so was there, unbelievable weather until the morning after the game, and they had a snowstorm. If that so was that refer- earlier. Does that referee get to say he's picked off Joe Namath? Wow. <laughs> Another interception. You you hit the wrong button. You hit the wrong button, Joe. You want you wanted to you wanted the bump and you hit the wrong button. Nice nice job. All right, so one more trivia question, one more rules question on coin tosses. There are captains that go out for each team. How many what's the maximum number of captains that can go out for a coin toss? 5. 5, Travis. Max. You can have less, but what's the max? I think oh, I think uh, three. I'll just go with three. Decision, jeez. See, I would have I would have went. You said five. Six. I would have went six. Yeah, I'd say I was. I would have done the prices right, and I would have won because it's five point one. It's six. It's six. Oh, oh. Five point one. That would be the ultimate. If somebody did that on prices right, <laughs> you go decimal four seventy five <laughs> and twenty five cents. Oh. You're waiting outside in the parking lot for that. Dude. Not, I'm gonna <laughs> right hey. there. Right hey, bro, there. remember me? No, unbelievable. Yeah. All right, so let's go to the end of uh, Atlanta-San Francisco. What a game. Wow. What an unbelievable game. An unbelievable game. All right, all right. Come on. <laughs> I was, hypothetical I was on, bet of the day. No, it was a hypothetical bet of the day, Atlanta. But I was 
Look, I'm not, I don't like to toot my own horn, but I was on fire. Yeah. You had a great Sunday. I was in the zone on, on Atlanta, San Francisco. You were. I mean, left and right. I said, seeing, I was seeing plays like three, four plays ahead. It was unbelievable. I don't know if I'll ever get back into that zone. You were like Tony Romo calling a game. It was unbelievable. You know what? You actually earned your money today. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Twitter wasn't quite as harsh today as they normally are. But look, two plays at the end of that game and 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 definitely things we want to clarify. So um, Austin Hooper catches what appeared to be the game winning or the go ahead touchdown with very little time on the clock. Ruled a touchdown, goes to review, reversed, and we went on the air. We talked about the ball touching the ground and then coming loose, and that's why it was ruled incomplete. It was actually a pool report. I know Al Riveron talked about um, you know, why they overturned that. Travis, just give us some highlights from the pool report. I closed my it closed it out. <laughs> so well, okay, so we were gonna talk about the pool report. We went through what we and you closed out. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so they basically said that the receiver was going to the ground to make the catch. And so there was no football move. There was no reach. There was no additional step. So he still had to survive the ground. The ball touched the ground. I know there was some people on, on social media thought the ball touched his foot. Um, to me, the ball hit the ground without question. And then after it hit the ground, the ball clearly came loose. And that's why it was ruled incomplete. I thought it was the right call. They overturned it. And uh, and it was interesting because it reminded me of... Oh, yeah, yeah right. That's what I asked you right after. I was like, this was a very reminiscent play of the Dez catch because he didn't control it through the ground was, was the it, thing that everyone always heard you repeat on that. It, it was similar. It was similar. The control aspect was very similar. But it was different because it was in the end zone versus... Well, no, they were both... The, well, <laughs> Nice the, shot. The Hooper play was in the end zone, but, but the Dez play, it was similar from a control aspect because the ball hit the ground and then it came loose, which was the same as the play in San Francisco. The difference in the Dez play... Then the Hooper play was that Hooper didn't perform an act common to the game. What they've since they've changed the rule, they've said a third step or a reach would supersede him holding on to the ball when he hit the ground. That's why the Des play would be a catch today because of the rule change. But from a control aspect, it was very similar. The ball touched the ground and then came loose. And uh, you know, I thought that was the right call. Incomplete. So then we got next play. Atlanta's out of timeouts, and this was really interesting. The ruling on the field was that Julio Jones catches a pass right at the goal line, gets hit immediately, tackled. The official is coming in with his arm up in the field of play, rules the ball short. The clock operator stops the clock with one second on the clock, which is a mistake because there's no reason to stop the clock. Time should have expired. It went to review. Now, I want to start with... What, what was interesting to me is there were a lot of people that were tweeting at me and asking me questions. How can they review that because they didn't rule a score? And I think they lost sight of the fact that we were inside two minutes. And inside two minutes, everything, everything is automatically yeah. reviewed, right? So anything that's a reviewable aspect, regardless of whether that play was ruled a touchdown or not, it's going to get looked at because we're inside of two minutes. And I think people were confused because we had the play last week, Nikhil Harry in New England, that was outside two minutes. It was not ruled a score. New England was out of challenges. They couldn't review it. Had the Harry play happened inside two minutes, it certainly would have been fixed. Um, so, again, 
Ball broke the plane of the goal line. As soon as it breaks that plane, it is a touchdown. They put two seconds back on the clock, which was important because the Falcons then had to kick off, and uh, and San Francisco tried a bunch of laterals, and the Falcons end up getting a a cheap score at the end of Very the game, which beat. I'm sure. <laughs> Someone somewhere, the over. somewhere, someone was very upset with that score. A la the Washington Eagles game, very similar. Two of them today. Two, Two. of them today. Very, very, very. If you're into that kind of thing, um, very bad beats on touchdowns. On the I had a hypothetical bad beat on that one, so it hurt. Remember, for all Just your tune hypothetical, hypothetical, hypothetical betting needs, go to hypotheticalboogie.com, <laughs> yeah. where. You will not lose any real money, but you'll you'll lose your. But you can hypothetically win. You'll, money. You could win. You'll lose <laughs> lots a, of bragging hypothetical. Money. You could lose the hypothetical house. You could lose the <laughs> hypothetical job. I lost the hypothetical house again, again today. Wow. So before we go to a break, I do want to touch on because again, pass interference. It was a quiet week for pass interference review. You know, there were a couple of challenges for calls that were not made on the field, and and I think they all stood. And um, but one that stood out, and again, going back, not because I was on fire, but going back to that game, Atlanta, San Francisco, the it was it was Julio Jones. There was a grab of the jersey during the route. No call on the field. The Falcons challenged. They lost the challenge. And it was interesting because the jersey grab before the passes in the air is defensive holding. And I thought that that grab was enough to call defensive holding. But once the ball is in the air, now that grab now it transitions to pass interference, and it it's not just a grab. It's a did that grab, and the language, again, and we've heard it over and over and over, did it significantly hinder the receiver or the player's ability to make a play on the ball? And that's where it comes into play. And to me, it was close, but I didn't think it was obvious that that took either a step away or prevented Julio from getting his arms up to make the catch. And I know that's one of the things, that's one of the things they look for when they're reviewing these types of plays. So I thought that stands was the proper ruling. And and again, had it been called on the field, I don't think it gets changed, but it wasn't called on the field. It doesn't get changed. And so there is that little gray area where depending on what the call on the field is, that's ultimately going to determine what happens in replay. And that was one of those plays. Um, so I don't know if you have any other thoughts on that play or that game, if you want to give me any more props or any more kudos. So, Let's go to a break, and and when we come back, we're going to talk about penalties and how committing fouls can impact your playoff chances. Next on Good Calls. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. All right, we're back on Good Calls. So Travis did a little research, and, and these are these are the league keeps official numbers, and sometimes penalty numbers change, but these are unofficial numbers. But I thought it was a really interesting topic that he brought up. And we had talked about, okay, penalties. And, and is having more penalties than your opponent, um, is that a, a significant factor in the outcome of the game? And we ran some numbers uh, probably maybe four or five weeks ago, and, and, it, and these numbers are pretty consistent with where the league has been, that having more penalties than your opponent, it really doesn't impact the percentage, the winning percentage. It's pretty much around 50%. Um, in terms of having more or less, there's really no significant difference. When you talk about one factor in a game that that really drives wins and losses, it's turnovers, right? If you have more turnovers than your opponent, I mean, you're losing. It's 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 in the 70, 70 percentile um, in terms of losing games when you have more turnovers than your than your opponent. But we did look at the teams at the bottom of the list in terms of most penalties called. All right, and when you look at that list. And where they are in terms of playoff possibilities, it's really it's eye opening. And and you look at you look at the list of so the most penalized team, Jacksonville, they've already been eliminated. Yep. And then you got you've got Tampa, okay, eliminated. Oakland, less than one per chance one percent chance to make the playoffs. Cleveland, less than one per one percent chance, both at six and eight. Jets, eliminated. Arizona, eliminated. Detroit eliminated. You have to get down to the eighth most penalized team before you have a team in Houston that is most likely going to make the playoffs. So it's just interesting that the teams, the 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 teams, the more disciplined teams overall are going to be the teams that are in the playoff hunt and that are making you make less mistakes. So it's just again, it's really interesting to look at those numbers. Um where Houston is the one team when you get down to number eight that is uh, that is going to make uh, make the playoffs. So um, the other thing that we were talking about is is the NFC East, or as Travis Travis likes. I'm not to, the only one who's called call it. it the NFC least. Yeah, I didn't is coin that, that. I mean, that's lazy. I mean, it is, but it's kind of it's usually NFC beast though. Because those teams are usually right in the hunt. There you go, Travis. I like that. Go Cowboys. I like that. I like that. (laughs) So, and we talked about, and this brought up a good a good conversation. We were talking about the playoff seating because now you have you have the Cowboys and the Eagles, and they're both seven and seven. Um, You've got you've got teams that are in the wild card right now, Travis. Right. So you've got you've got teams like New Orleans, which 
I don't know, but San Francisco's lost New Orleans. Do they jump in? But either, um, I'm sorry, it wouldn't be San Francisco, but Travis, go through it. Yeah, so Seattle's right now in the one seed. Green Bay's in the two seed. And and then down at five is San Francisco at 11 and three with the same record, but but, but behind Seattle in the tiebreaker. And they would be going to Dallas or, yeah, or so, Philly so at eleven and three right now. More than likely, it's 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 highly likely that you're going to have a team with a better record going to either Philadelphia or Dallas for a wild card game, and 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 there are a lot of people that think that's not fair. And you go back to right the the one that kind of jumps out is the 2010 postseason when you had a a seven and nine Seattle division winner hosting an eleven and five Saints team. And Saints had to go to Seattle, which is which is a tough place to play. Yeah, and long trip too. Seattle ended up winning that game. That was the Beast Quake game with mm-hmm. Marshawn and that and that uh, and that amazing run. And it kind of begs the question of should the NFL look at playoff seating and and should they look at the division champions differently? And there were, you know, during that time, there were proposals, 2008, 2009. There were teams, clubs that were proposing a change, and it's, it's, it's a bylaw proposal. So the playoff seating, it's not a rule that, that is in the rule book. It's in the bylaws. And so you, if you want to propose a change to a bylaw, that's how you do it. And the proposal, one of the proposals was to have the, the, the division winners with the best records, the top two division winners, that's seed one and that's seed two. Okay, and then everybody else is by record. So, so the third best division winner and the fourth best division winner is grouped in with the wild cards, mm-hmm. and you go by record. And so you wouldn't have you'd have to be one of those two top division winners to not get lumped into that wild card group, and you would potentially prevent a a team with a with a losing record hosting a team with a with a much better record. Why is this important to what? what the owners do and why they've kind of shot well, it down. Yeah, it's and and the the argument obviously there there's a there's an argument for it. There's a couple of arguments for it. Obviously, just just the optics of a 7 and 9 team hosting an 11 and 5 team, right? The other thing is when you have a team one of the things the issues is with the with the division winner getting those those top seeds is sometimes a team can get locked into a seed and the games at the end of the year aren't as competitive. They may, we've seen teams rest started. You've mm-hmm. seen rest starters. You've seen that, hey, you know, New England's locked into the two seed, or 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 the 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 Falcons are locked into the three seed. And if you open that up, then you would have more meaningful games at the end of the year. So that's one of the arguments for it. The argument against it, and this is the one where a lot of clubs were saying, is that the division means something. Mm-hmm. You are playing those teams in your division twice a year. Okay, every any any other opponent you're playing once. You don't see every team every year. You're playing those teams twice a year. And and one of the things, and this is this may not seem like a on field thing, but the way clubs sell season tickets, one of the biggest selling points is if we win our division, we will host a playoff game. And that playoff game is is you think about. One of the reasons you want to buy season tickets is we get to the playoffs. I want an opportunity to go to those games. And so that is a big selling point. Again, we win our division. We're going to host at least one game. And that is very important to clubs. And that was the biggest reason that I heard. Again, division matchups are important. You have those rivalries. You're playing them twice a year. 
and uh, and it's something and it's a way that the the clubs can can pitch those season tickets. And again, I don't know how you guys like. How do you guys feel about it? Um, you know, if you had a choice, what what makes sense? Um, you know, as a fan, like, what do you think? Go ahead, Joe. I mean, I like NBA where it's reseeded every every round. So the 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 best team is always playing the worst team. The best record is always playing the worst record. That's that's, that's good. It too. Seems very fair. Yeah, you you reward that team for having the best record. But I actually like it with the way it is now with a division winner hosting that game because you you build your roster. A team can build a roster to beat the teams in your division so you can get that home playoff game. Yeah, no, it's interesting because like the NFL doesn't reseed right, and that's one of the things like you said the NBA and. Um, they do, but again, it comes down to the, that the clubs really feel like that division is so, so important and it's going to be, look, it's going to come up again because again, you're going to have, I mean, who, who it'll be knows, eight and eight. Now it'll be right? eight and it'll eight, be, eight with Dallas eight or eight, Philly, right? It'll be eight and eight. Could, yep. I don't know. Could that, could Philly win next week? And if Philly wins next week and then loses, week 17 and Dallas wins week 17 who wins the division well Dallas would be five and one in the division and they both be eight and, and eight so would, I don't know what the head-to-head is well the head-to-head would be one one right so the division would be the common next. opponents so Dallas, Dallas would would get it so yeah. it's it's interesting it's a lot of but I don't think that I honestly I don't think there's going to be a change I, I I don't it would have to take something significant you don't see very rarely, if you look at division winners over the last however many years, it's it's very rare where a team is going to have a record that's under, under 500. 500 yeah. And if, even even 8-8. Eight and eight I is, was rooting for the chaos of 6-10 and 10, NFC East. Six when, and 10 when I proposed be, this topic, it, that, that, was, that was a chance that Dallas or Philly could win at 6-10. and 10. And then I was like, okay, this, this may be a huge topic. Well, yeah. Well, if they'd both lost on Sunday. Right. But still, somebody's going to – somebody has to win. Or – what would have been amazing if that they both lose on Sunday, they tie, so so they're six eight and one, and they both lose six nine and one. Yeah, would have been interesting. It just looks ugly. You like the you like the Joker, and you just some men just want to see the world burn. No, that that's not is? true. Just you on went from things. standard white guy to like now <laughs> like some kind of crazy anarchist. Well, that's probably. not true. Kind of, kind of well, the same though. Well, with the DM you got, I have to kind of change how I how I am. You know what? It's let's, a little tease let's to take, that. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll go DM from the Cube, and we're going to call my brother. Yeah. We're going to call my brother. All right, next on Good Calls. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. All right, we're back on Good Calls. And, you know, a couple weeks ago, we called my brother Dave, and he gave us his thoughts on NFL and life, and he's very opinionated. He texts me during the games all the time. He's not real high on officiating. He's not real high on officials at any level of any sport. But um, So we're going to call him. We're going to see if he's home. And we're just going to talk to him and see, you know, we want to check in, see how, how the last month has been for him and NFL and if he's got any, if he's got any pearls for us. So Joe, let's, uh, let's call him. Let's do it. Hello. What's up? What's going on? Nothing. You're on with Travis and Joe. And what's up, just, what's, what's up? going on, man? What's up, guys? So, How you doing? We're good. We want to talk about, just give us your take on the last couple of weeks of NFL and anything specific. Where where are you with the rules and officiating right now? Awful. I mean, what do you think? Something's changed? <laughs> I don't know. Has it gotten, it's gotten worse? It's gotten, every week it gets worse. I mean, I don't even know why you're asking that question. Um, are you watching tonight's game? We have it on. Well, we have it on in the background. Yeah. Okay. So, did you see the the face mask call? No, we didn't see it at the end. Of, okay, no. you didn't see it because it wasn't there. That's why you oh. didn't see it. <laughs> and and they showed it on the replay, and everyone's saying there's no face. I don't understand why you have replay. Why can't they review that? I mean, it gives Pittsburgh the ball on like the first and ten on like the twelve yard line. It just changes the game. You know, it's just. You can't watch it. You can't. I told you this. You can't watch this game. And and it's but, either but the you refs. you continue to watch. I watch because it's getting comical. That's why I watch. Oh, it's I like mean, it's, watching it's, a car accident. Okay. So if the sport is not fixed, then the refs are just that bad. It, is it, could and it that, be that, could it and, be that this is a very difficult sport to officiate? It's very fast. And we get to look at it in slow motion replay put, four different put, times. Put back the Bills game and watch the face mask call with two minutes left in the half. You can see that a, a, a two-year-old can see that. there was Nothing was close to this guy's face. When, when the guy called personal foul, I thought they were calling it for that, you know, that tackling hard too, too much penalty that they've been calling lately. <laughs> what what I penalty they, is that? <laughs> I, thought they were call, I thought they were throwing the flag because, because uh, the guy who made the hit at the end maybe hit him a little too hard. Maybe he hurt something. But then they turn around and say face mask. And I'm like, I didn't see any. They show the replay. I mean, it's not even close. There is no hand even near the guy's helmet or face. So, so they just missed it. No, they missed it. I mean, what's the name of your show? 
good calls? Yes. Hey, how about bad calls or missed calls? There's no such thing as a good call anymore. I, I don't get it. I really don't get it. Thanks for the show plug, though. What, yeah, appreciate thank, that. Thank what, you. Dude. What other what other <laughs> calls like have whether it was Sunday or what other calls? Well, I just recently? I texted you. I texted you earlier. The what was it? The Texans Titans game. Yeah, you said there was a call in the Texans. The guy, game. the guy made the guy made a clean hit. Unnecessary roughness. It's just I told you this is a contact sport, but the refs are taking the contact out of contact sport. Make the damn league two hand touch. Uh, you know, at, at least we know what we're getting. The thing is, I don't think anybody would watch a two hand touch football game. No, nah, it's comical. I'm telling you, people are watching it just just for, for the fun part of this. I mean, listen, fantasy football is now with with the playoffs. So people are watching. They want to see their players and stuff like that. Hey, Dave, do, so, do you do you watch your brother when he comes on TV? Yeah, that's comical too. Wait, no, you know, Dean got a Dean got a lot of praise today for his for his performance. Did you did you happen to see him during the his Atlanta game? All he does now is give an opinion. That's all he does. Anyone can give an opinion. I'm not impressed with any of that. What? Anyone can give. Anyone can give an opinion. Dude, say the, the the real call. Who are you agreeing with? New York has no clue what they're doing. So it's not hard to say the call is going to stand. You know? All right, all right. Dean got a lot of props today for his for his on-air. I'm work. trying to explain the rule and, and walk the viewer through what's happening and how they're looking yes, at this. You, you, the, the reason why – the only thing I give you credit for is when, when you were in charge of this garbage – you at least used to come on and say, you know, you tried to say it in a nice way, but you used to come on and say, yeah, the refs missed that one. The refs missed this one. No one's coming in now and saying it. At least we feel better that that they're saying that the refs are screwing up all the time. No one's saying it. But they're we not just see screwing it. up all the time oh because there's gosh. 155 oh plays in a game. And, and how many oh. how many in, in the game do you really think are mistakes? There's going to be mistakes. Half? Half. Half. <laughs> Oh, come on. They miss calls constantly. We just don't see it because we're not – you know that they're missing calls. You don't have to see every play. Listen, these – tonight's game, the, the head the head ref is how old? I don't know. Who's, not, who's another working fumble. the game? Another, another, another fumble. See, Pittsburgh got the ball back. Watch, the refs are just going to make who, Pittsburgh win who, this game. The refs caused the fumble? They, some, trust me, something. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. It's the same I don't. Thing with the pay, it's, it's just – it's, they just uh, give him more opportunities. <laughs> that that's what it is. The guy just got hit with an arm, and the ball popped out. Yeah, that's not the yeah, referee. It's not okay. the ref deal. All right. Well, what do you? What's your? Okay, that. give us. Okay, before we let you go, what's your prediction for the rest of the season? Like, who's going to win the Super Bowl? What's how's it going to play out? Prediction. I mean, obviously, the the top teams are the Ravens, the 49ers, the Saints, the Seahawks. Um, you think any of those teams, the Chiefs, maybe? Uh, uh, I mean, uh, I'm popping in there. I mean, the Cowboys look good today, but they're a joke. I don't know. What, I, I had to throw that in there. Um, <laughs> what else? I, I even put some notes in my thing here to say something. Oh, now uh, you're now you're scripting oh, yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> I listened I, I, a few weeks back when you had what's his name, Kyle Long. You had him on. Kyle Long. Someone you had him uh, a few weeks back. He was talking about a violent sport. Jim Finn. Jim Finn. That, Jim Finn. Yeah. Whoever it was, you agreed with him that it was a, a violent sport. It is. So it is. Yeah. If it's if it's a violent sport, then then why are we babying them? You know what I mean? Like, what's the point of a helmet? Isn't it to protect your head? It, it is. Yes. It's. But but okay, I think so you want to protect the players hit. from unnecessary risk. Not not. It's there not is going to be contact, not. but you don't have to go if you go. 
headhunting listen, or listen, no, go, no one's headhunting. If if a quarterback is running with the ball to get that first down, and last split second he slides, the defensive player is about to make the tackle, so he's squaring up and he's going to go with his shoulder right at the quarterback's yeah, waist. Yeah. Last second, that quarterback slides. Now his helmet gets lowered to where his waist is. How do you expect the defensive player to to pull back? That's a very already, difficult. It's a very difficult thing difficult. for the it's defender not, to not do. It's not difficult. It's not difficult. It's impossible. Okay, it so, is. It's an, it's okay, very so, difficult. So why are you giving the guy a flag? Because you can't. You have to. You have to get contact head neck area out of the game when possible. When possible. When possible. It's not possible at that moment. When the, when the well, quarterback and, slides. And that's why when the quarterback slides, he gives himself up. And when he's down, he's down and you don't have to says, touch but, him. But how do you know he's sliding? How do you know he's sliding? I'm Look just at Lamar saying, Jackson and, and Kyler Murray. Look, today, they, they just, Kyler Murray today just kept going for those extra yards. There what should be a penalty, like for if they start fake sliding, things like that. I think. Well, that yeah, they're going to put him. That, it's, you know. it's, it's not that. If they run the ball, they're a runner. That's it. That that no is the rule, rules. though. That no more no. rules. All right. Well, problem, <laughs> listen, listen. We all know the problem is the rules. The problem is the rules are messed up. The problem is the refs are a hundred years old, and the problem is everyone, the Steelers and Patriots, get every call there is. So, and it's just like I said, unwatchable. All right. All right. Well, so, we'll 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 check in with you again. But I want we want to make sure you still got fantasy football going, right? So you're going to be watching. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I watched, you know, I fell asleep during the four o'clock games, though, but I, I, I continue to watch. All right. But rewind. Make sure you rewind to the second half. Two minutes left in the second half and watch first the first half. OK, ball. first half. And, and, the, and you know what? There should be penalties for the refs, too. I told you this is the ref sport like that ref. He should be suspended or something like that. They, they need they to get have some kind of punishment. They get graded. Yeah, they get graded. Big deal. They don't lose their job, though. They do. You know? Yes, they do. If they don't perform, they do. Didn't the ref just recently get fired? Well, last year they fired him in the middle of the season. But refs get let go every year. Oh, well, Pittsburgh just fumbled, but they got it back. Must have been the referees. Yeah, of course they got it back. You yeah. watch. Yeah. There'll be there'll be another two calls in this game. There should be an over-under on, on referee screw-ups every week on a betting line. <laughs> Because that's what it's all right. Out. And on that note, <laughs> that's yeah. my brother. We'll talk to you later. All right, I'll talk to you. See you later, guys. Wow, wow. So that's that's lots fired happened. up. Wow, lot. He's fired up. He is. That is the. That's Johnny on the street right now. That's the guy that he's 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 your customer right there. He's he's fired up. He doesn't doesn't like the officiating. You would think. You know, he'd have a soft spot because his brother. His brother know. helped write, you know, a lot of these. But anyway, things, so. all right. So, you know, a couple of things. Joe, did you, did you, did you go to Harvard? I've, I've been to Harvard before. <laughs> did you go to Harvard? Did I attend Can you tell school? the story? Did you go to school? Yeah. Did you go to school in Harvard? <laughs> no, I did not go to school So, Joe, the, one of, so I remember one, yeah. Joe was wearing a Harvard T-shirt. And we were out at a bar, and this guy, I mean, you, you can start to Yeah, so we're at a bar one night. I'm wearing a Harvard shirt. It was on sale. It was six bucks. It was a nice, soft, cotton, gray. Looked good on me. I like to wear it. Yeah. You know, good coloring. Guy walks up to me, just charges at me. You didn't go to Harvard. I went to Harvard. And I said, well, you're not Calvin Klein. 
He was wearing a Calvin Klein shirt. <laughs> but I love the fact this guy went right I mean, up to Joe. Just beeline. Like, as soon as Joe walked in, and I was going, I'm like, you're very observant. He did not go to Harvard. Does he look like a Harvard? Does he look like What's Harvard? What's this racist you think on I mean, you? No. I don't know. I think it's uh, Joe, like profiling. Said, profiling, a little, right? A little less hair product. A little less hair product. A little less Jersey Shore. <laughs> and maybe your Harvard material. I feel like if I was four inches taller, Harvard is definitely yeah, of course. Routine. But I do like the he did he did come back and say you're not you don't know Calvin Klein, but that was that was the line. Um, I do I do the DM of the week for me was you know we we talked about Travis we've given Travis a hard time on the uh, on the podcast, which and, I'm okay with. And he's, by the way. he's okay. It's not a, it's not like a thing, but somebody did send me a DM on how to handle Travis when, when he's, when he's acting up. So this is, this is okay. This is, I'm reading verbatim. Dean love the pod. I I tend to agree with you on Travis. He gets out of line a lot. So I figured to give you a training idea. I used to train horses growing up and what worked well was spurs. Now you don't kick the horse really hard with spurs. Like you see in the movies, you apply slight pressure and if they respond, you release if they don't listen, you apply more pressure until the horse listens to you. So maybe you can get a metal rod, and when Travis speaks out of turn or gives unwanted opinions, you apply pressure. If he continues, you increase the pressure, and when he <laughs> stops or complies, you release. Food for thought. Travis? Haters are going to hate, you know? I'm just giving my opinion, just getting involved. <laughs> did you, you know? just learn that term? I did. You I did. Had, I, like, I've been thinking about that all week. Like, what, I know Dean's going to ask me about this. I got to use that. I got to use. No, but it's great, though. I got, I got people talking about me. This is great. I like it. Because no press is bad and, press. And the way you said it, haters are going to hate. Haters are, haters are going to hate. Are going to hate. <laughs> Recognize. Wow. I want to, uh, I want to, it's a little aggressive. Travis, we love you. I do. I, do I love being on the show about, with you guys. It's great. I don't, you want to feel old? Okay. <laughs> no, actually okay? I don't. But not, I, I'm, I'm serious. I don't like, I, I consider myself pretty active. I love to work out and like, whether it's a workout, whether it's, you know, we, we train like MMA, cardio, all of that. It doesn't, bother me i i climbed a fence on saturday what kind of fence was this like like a chain link chain link fence we were playing basketball with my boys the ball went over we're at the school the ball went over the fence because we were trying half court trick shots and the ball went over the fence and i had to climb over the fence to get it and then climb back i've never i have never been more tired in the last 10 years than climbing that i used to climb fences all the time as a kid do you want to feel old? Climb a fence. I've never, I literally had to take a five minute break because it was climbing the fence. I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> You're old, man. Chain I'm link old. fences, though, they kind of waver it, a little yeah, bit. It yeah. chain link, it's kind of like those rope. Those and rope I was fences like, yeah. Moving. And like people were there and I was trying to be cool and like hop it real, uh, like very graceful. Not at all. I did a gate a few weeks ago in flip flops. And it wasn't terrible. It hurts your. It kind of hurts a little bit, but it, since it's not chain link, it doesn't. You're not. It's not as much core. I don't know. The thing I've bad. learned with jumping over fences or jumping over things now, like when you come down landing, it's not as easy as it used Definitely to. Definitely not. Like, oh, the landing is the worst part. Yeah. I literally like <laughs> seriously, like I was standing on top of the fence and I was like, I don't know what to do here. No, like, you don't. You don't jump like we did when we were kids. No. You have to come. You have to scale down that. Thing. Yeah, the scale tuck and roll down. doesn't work when you're yeah. pushing forty. Yeah. 
Yeah, like climbing down. Like you never, as a kid, you never like climbed down the fence. No, you, know, you just got to the top and then jumped. Yeah. And if it was real high, you came to a roll. At the, yeah, the yeah. old tuck and roll. We used to jump off the garage. That yeah. way. this it this was, falls in the you know when you're old. You're definitely old. I, it's, I I haven't felt that old in a while. But anyway, well, you look great, Dean. Uh, thanks, thanks, man. That's all. You that look matters. you look young. That's all that matters. Yeah, you're, you're doing good. So a less hair product. <laughs> Thanks. Before we get into the brain of Blandino and wrap up the show, have any of you guys done 23 and Me? I have. I have not. So my sister did it, and they were asking. She asked. She wants me to do it, and I, I think that so Scott, who works in the <laughs> studio with us, he had a great line. He's like, "Why would you do it?" He's like, "You're gonna you're gonna get the package, and you're gonna open up. It's gonna be a meatball." <laughs> <laughs> so. But I, I don't know, like, I don't know how. More they, abuse, the Italian exactly, American. Ita- one day. <laughs> so does that one, mean if, if there Travis, will be a yeah. world one day where Italian Americans are not discriminated against? So if Travis does one, they're just going to send him a Sperry Top Cider? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Basically. Or an IPA? Some Ludafisk? Yeah. Yeah, Ludafisk. <laughs> so, but yeah. So Look I'm that up like, if you don't know what it I'm is. like mainly, I'm like 89% Italian. You know, my mom was born in Italy. Um, 89% Italian, a little bit of Greek and a little bit of Turkish. I didn't know, I guess this is my sister, who knows? Um, but I didn't know the, the Turkish angle, but Hey, there you go. That's good. It's 23 me. Let's go. Brandon Blandino. All right, let's do it. Twitter getting rid of like button devastated. How will I know my self worth? <laughs> well, yeah, that was Twitter talked about that. Is this right? happening or is it going to No, happen this was, too? I read something, this is a while back, that they were discussing getting rid of the like button. And I think Instagram's doing this. They Instagram talked about, the, talked about yeah. the same thing. Like, how do, what, people will lose their minds. Oh, like, how do you know, like, early 20 year olds? Yeah. Like, they're going to lose their minds without a like button. How, how do you, you know, know if you're making a difference in the world? How will you know if people like your picture? Yeah. What are they going to do? They I think it'll be good for, it? for bullying. You got to comment and retweet. You want you want to encourage people to comment on Twitter? Are you no, crazy? I think it's just going. Yeah, everybody's going to comment like a thumbs up or some stupid emoji. I Keep think the like button. Keep it. It's easy. It's interesting that YouTube still has the thumbs down. Right? You can still un, you can still not like something on YouTube, like and make it known. I think yeah yeah right. Definitely. I'm interested in that that why they they've kept that because I feel like that's very negative. And Twitter. Well, it's Twitter. good for like when you're listening Goodness. to music and stuff too, because they have it on, you know, Pandora. It's not so it's not it's everything like to, that works all the time, Dean. It's not always just about happy. You know, sometimes your video sucks, and we need to let you know. But I, I'm, I'm, believe me, like anybody thinks, what <laughs> thinks that I have a problem with people being negative on <laughs> social media. I just think I again, I think people would lose their minds if the they would get over it. I don't know about that, Travis. You you get a little worked up when we don't like stuff that you do. Yeah, because I do great work. Oh, there you go. Well, hey, Murray's is All looking right. good in the hair, bro. That's Thanks, right. dude. We haven't murrayed it for a while. All right. That's another show. Thanks for joining us. This has been Good Calls with Dean Blandino. Please follow me on Twitter at Dean Blandino and Instagram at Dean.Blandino. Follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Wolves Podcast. And be sure to rate our podcast on the iHeartRadio app and Apple Podcasts. Good Calls with Dean Blandino is a production of iHeartRadio. 
For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash iHeart.